Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the Jaymore Connection, Inc., and the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I'm your host, John. Uh, tonight is Thursday. For those of you that are joining us tonight, as we had mentioned last year, uh, we started airing the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show early this year, January 5th, time, which is 9 p.m. again, so we will not be on during uh, Monday Night Football because we and want to make the show uh, the best we can for you. I've been getting a lot of questions this week about technology and what's going on and what's going to happen because um, it's it's crazy with a lot of people, you know, what they're doing, what's happening. And uh, it's a little bit crazy just because, you know, uh, we've got all kinds of things going on. You know, whether they should go to Windows 10 and all these type of things. And I have to tell you that, again, Windows 10 is very – and that's a really good thing because the, the challenge has been that Windows uh, 10 had not been stable in the past. So because we've been getting a lot of questions about Windows 10 because people are starting to make this like their what I decided to do was to start – you know, answering all these questions about Windows 10 because now everybody's starting to use Windows 10. They're starting to panic. There's nothing to panic about. But what we'll do, everybody's starting to use Windows 10 so much, is that we'll start talking about the components that are pretty key to Windows 10. Now, myself, as you know, I'm a big Firefox guy. I like Firefox. Um, I just like the way it works. Uh, I like the way it's secured. And I'm running Firefox right now, just to let you know, 50.1.0. Now, so I figure the first thing we'll talk about is Microsoft Edge. Microsoft Edge is a browser that uh, Microsoft gives you. And I always know know Microsoft Edge. So it's kind of like Microsoft's uh, claim to fame for the best way to serve gives you a lot of new ways to find stuff, to write on the web. You can actually get help from Cortana if you enable in the browser. And you can even add extensions to translate websites, uh, block ads, manage your passwords, and, and, and much, much more. So think of it like a hub to view your favorite uh, reading list. Uh, you can um, browse history and uh, current that they tell you to do is to sign in with a Microsoft account to make your favorites a reading list available across all your Windows 10 devices. Now, I have to caution all of you. When you log in with your Microsoft account, which I'm not a big fan of, 
it tracks all your information and it gets sent back and it's stored and I have to believe it's being sold or something wrong with it now, but it could be used to creatively market uh, to our um, detriment and cause us to buy things and that may not be such a good idea. Let's dive right into Edge. So if you have Windows 10 right now, to get to Edge, you're going to see there's actually two E's on the bottom of your computer. One E that you have is going to be uh, the E that looks like the regular E, okay? <laughs> I know I'm kind of saying E the E looks like a regular E, okay? So if you type Internet Explorer at the bottom, is you'll see the E, and it has like a little gold, um, looks like a gold little ring around it the top. The other E does not have that gold ring, and it's called Microsoft Edge. Uh, it just has the little E, and it's like a little sharp. And you click on that. That'll launch Microsoft Edge for you. Okay, very easy, uh, very very simple. At the top, uh, have the Microsoft Edge, um, the top here. So I'll explain to you what this is. So you have your tabs, uh, you have your your browse uh, button. You have the arrows there. You have your refresh button. Okay, that's pretty uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, you also have, which is kind of neat, is actually have the ability when you get to Edge. You'll notice that by default, when you open Edge, um, you actually, the, where you're typing, get to the website, and that brings it to the page. Now, if you were to click on the top, next you see a little line. If you click on that little line, that's where it'll bring you to the top bar, and then you're able to edit that top bar. Because when you first get in there, that top bar doesn't seem to be very visible. Right? Uh, You'll see the little bar there at the top. If you close that by Xing out of it, it will close the entire program of Edge. If I click on the plus sign next to the first tab, what it's going to do is it's going to open up another tab just like that in any other um, uh, browser that you've probably been familiar with. So, so that's not that's really not anything um, cryptic or crazy. If you would right click on that, you'll see close other tabs. So that would close all the other tabs except the tab that I'm on. If I went to the other tab and I click the message, close the tabs, close the tabs to the right. Now, you'll notice that if I go to the right and there's no other tabs to the right, that button will actually be grayed out. If I go to the other one, I see close the tabs. Grayed out. Reopen, close tabs. So if I close the tab, for example, here, I'm going to just go ahead and close the tab to the right. If I right-click on the tab, Okay, so I can refresh things. I can duplicate. If I hit duplicate, it's going to go ahead and duplicate the same page I'm on and put in another um, tab. Okay. Um, one other thing I want to show you before we get diving into it a little too deep is let's go to a website. So remember, if I click on the bar here in the center, I'll just type CNN.com. Everyone knows CNN.com, so I'll click that. And right click on, I'm going to click on pin. If I click pin, you're going to notice what it does. It's going to take that and it's going to pin uh, the uh, to my to my spot here, and I'll show you how to get back to that really really simple, and again really easily. So if you look at the top, you see you have CNN at the top, okay. And if you look here on the left and the right, and we'll get to there in just a second. And then we also have our little stars and If you take a look on the right, you have something here that looks like a little book. So reading view, um, there are certain pages you can actually make a page available with what's called reading view. 
And if you click on that, it basically makes the page uh, able to be – it's easier to be read. On the right, you have a story. Um, two kinds of favorites in um, in uh, Microsoft Edge. You have favorites, and then you have something called a reading list. So what's the difference? Well, favorites of favorite sites and a reading list is just another – let's call it another – Another area, if you will. So you have your favorites, okay, and then you have your, then you have your reading list, okay. Uh, if I wanted to go at another, let's go to another site. I'll just go to, uh, and then I'll go to my favorites over here, and I'll click on it. And if I click on that, and I'll go to add it to my favorites, add to add. You're going to notice that my favorite bar actually it kind of lit up there, so it went gold. Okay, it lit up the gold for me. Um, neat thing about this is you actually have two types of things. You have something called your favorites, all right, and then you have something called your reading list. Now, when we when we look at our actual, you're probably wondering, well, how do you access your your favorites versus your reading list, right? So if you so the first thing is your reading list. If it's a reading list um, friendly page, the other thing is a favorites. They're, they're very similar, but they're, they're two separate areas. So then there's something here called the hub. That's your favorites, your reading list, your history, uh, and things of that nature. And it's like down. So put on the hub. And the hub is denoted by looking at the far right of your edge screen. You'll see you have the little book open. You have the star. If there's something actually gone gold if you've added something to your favorites okay next to that you'll see a little bar and then to the right of that you'll see that's called your hub click on your hub we'll see that you have your favorite star which i just add the national local weather forecast so i can click on that and now i'm back to that if i go to my hub i go to the next over, which is my reading list so again my reading list could be websites it could be whatever you want but reading list is typically different than your favorites and you come over here and you could you could delete it. You could open another tab. So reading lists might be some sites that you want to research, but you're going to get rid of them once you read them, okay? So very, very simple way favorites work. In fact, I think the way they pull up, if you, if you look at the way, I'll, I'll, let's see, a weather site uh, pulls up. If I go to favorites, I'll click here, I'll go to favorites, star, click on it, and there it is. It's open. Now, if I go to my hub again, and I'm going to go to my reading list, and I click on my reading list. So again, it's very, very similar in how it in how it actually functions. And we have our hub, and then over here we've got another thing called our history. If we click on that, that gives us all our history for today. Okay. And you see I click the arrow and it'll show me. If I if I collapse that I'll see the arrow. If I go earlier today I can click on that arrow and then I'll see um, from something. And you'll also notice that a lot of your emails that are coming in are going to default to Microsoft Edge as default. Okay, just kind of how they set up. You can change that uh, pretty easy. Then there's something that says older. And any page that you did anything older than, let's say, uh, last hour or older than today, we consider your older batch. Now, if you wanted to get rid of them, it's very easy. All you do is hover over something, and then you just click on the little X to the right, and that's on. If you click on clear all history, it clears everything. Now, if you click on clear all history, I have to warn you. It comes up a little box. This is what you want to hear. Browsing history, cookies and save websites, download history, form data, passwords. So it kind of gives you one more shot.
before you actually clear, which is because uh, you want to do this kind of thing, and it's like, what do you want to clear? Then we have the little thumbtack on the right. If I click on the thumbtack, what it does is it that, um, basically that window to the right side of my screen. Now, if uh, you want to, it's very easy. And now I have my pane open. And then I have uh, different things, such as I have my favorites, my clear browsing history. And this okay. So I can click on view favorite settings if I want to. Uh, I can go on choose what to clear, which is exactly what we saw before. And my device sync settings, such as some Windows features, only available for using the Microsoft account. We talked about that, so the things can be on any Windows device, mobile devices, etc. Uh, reading view styles, you want it to be default, you want it to be light, you want it to be medium, you want it to be dark, so you can change the style okay, of that. Uh, we have things like advanced settings where we can set the home uh, button, we can turn that on, we can turn it off. Okay, so we can set a start page. We can set a specific page. If we set a specific page, I can set it up so that page. So it's a little bit different than um, if you use Firefox or the browsers. You actually have to go into advanced settings. And now, if I click home, that's actually my new that that that'll be my show the home show the home button. So if I click on the home button, okay, it will pull, it will pull that specific uh, specific page. Okay. You have your download folder, which you can change. You have your proxy. You have your private services. Save from entries. Save form entries. Excuse me. Uh, send do not track requests uh, off or on. If that's on, it will send do not track requests. If it's off, it won't. Have Cortana assist me in Microsoft Edge. If it's on, it will. Okay. Use page prediction. Uh, the speed of browsing. Use uh, help me. From malicious sites, uh, protected from malicious sites, and downloads with the smart screen filter, which is a, a programs that you're going to download, you actually may want to open, and it's going to block them. So that's the only little uh, bad thing I have to say there. So when you type in the word Google at the top of the home page, you actually have to click on the save button. Now, if you click on home, okay, what it will do is it will open Google's home. If you just type it. It's like Firefox because when you just type something and you leave it, it's pretty much saved as soon as you type it, which is nice, but Microsoft Edge doesn't work that way. So we're on Microsoft Edge. So let's get let's click on the little arrows to the left, the double uh, arrows to the left, and we're back to our settings. I'll click on the X here. Close that. So again, this is where we have our favorites. We have our reading list. We have our history. And then on the right, we have our downloads. And if you click on the this is where any of your downloads are going to go by default, Okay. Now, if you wanted to know how to change that, do you remember how we did that? Well, it's very easy. All you do is you just go back to uh, where we were before. So I'm just going to go back to my uh, my screen before. It's very easy to get there. Uh, you can simply go to settings, okay, um, right here. So we have my favorite settings. So we have different settings. We're actually going to go to where it says, down to where it says view advanced settings. And view advanced settings. And what we want to do is uh, change our download location. And we'll click on change. So let's right there. So let's review how we get there, okay? So I got there a little convoluted way because before when we were actually in favorites and we got something, there was a very simple way 
for us to just get in there, right? We could go to the hub, and then we could click on settings, and away we were. And then if I click on uh, it has uh, my favorite settings, and if I click the back, then I get more into my settings. So now if I get out of that, okay, and I click back again, it's going to leave me, and I click on settings, it's still going to start at the top, okay, which is favorites bar. So I'll click on the arrow to the left, and now I have different things. I want to do my favorite settings. That's where, it, that's where it normally dumps me by default, okay? So now we're going to go over to the bar to our right. Now, the bar to our right is actually, uh, it's called make a web note, which we'll talk about in just a second. So the nice thing about Cortana, I mean, which is uh, Microsoft's um, digital assistant, pretty much. And they tried to make things, they tried to make things easy. Well, they tried. So I'm going to pull up a website. Uh, um, I'm just going to pull up a website here. I'll just, so I'll just comment something about um, Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead of the election polls. I'll pull up an election site here. Uh, we'll just, uh, one thing I know that's pretty popular is the spare so we'll go to swearing in ceremony 2017, and obviously it's going to come up with the president and how that's happening and, and whatnot. So how to watch the 2017 presidential inauguration. Uh, swearing in will start at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, okay, or will be 8.30 uh, a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The oath of the dress will be 9 a.m. The luncheon will be 1 p.m. The review of the and the ball is at 7 p.m. So it's like a whole day affair. All right. So let's say I would like to make a note. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to click underneath web note. And once I do that, you're going to notice that my, my little web note bar opens, and it goes and it's purple. So I have a pan setting. If I use my pan setting, I actually can move things over. If I had any notes, I can, I can move my notes over. So I don't have any notes right now. So I have different pens. I have my blue pen. I have my yellow pen. Now, I can actually draw right on here, okay, just like you would with a marker. I'll take my eraser, and it's just gone. So I'll take my pen, and I'm just going to try to do a little signature here. Okay, and it's fun to to draw with that. So, that was a little um, so I'm going to go back. I'll click the erase, and away we go. So I'll take my eraser, and I can just click what I'm going to do, I even have the option when I click on the actual pen, you're going to see that it looks like I have a blue pen and I have a yellow pen. Well, that's misleading. One is a thin pen and one is a thicker pen. Okay, so if I click on the first pen, actually I can double click on it. When I do that, I have the color I have gray, I have black, I have yellow, I have orange, I have green, I have light blue, I have uh, like a, a royal blue, I have a purple, I have a purple, I guess, pink, purple, and I have like a, um, a rust color, then I have a brown. And I have three different uh, size pens I can use. So I have, I have a small circle, small one, I have a middle, and then I have a big. So I'm going to take the, uh, I'm going to take the medium size. And I'm going to change my hand, because I'm going to make it green. So now I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to take my, now you would think that you could just take your Qualipad, and you can't do that. So if you hold if you hold the left mouse button down and then you take your Qualipad, then you're able to just do a signature. Okay, that's really cool. Now you need to have the, the Qualipad 
you need to have that, or it's kind of hard. So I have like one of those little pads where you can actually script, you know, just mouse uh, instead of having, you know, I actually have a track point as well too, which is actually built into. I have a, I have a, a laptop. Uh, very very familiar if you know the IBM ThinkPads, which is what I have. And then Lenovo actually started making them, not getting that type, but Lenovo started making them with the agreement. IBM said, look, you guys can make them um, as long as we get the service on them. Pretty smart. Now, this is pretty cool. I can double-click on the highlighter. So one's a pen, one's a highlighter. Now, I only have six colors of a highlighter. I can click on the green. And I'm going to scroll down here, and I'm going to pick uh, swearing in ceremony. So I'm going to take that, use my mouse, and I'm just going to go right across there and highlight the whole line. Now, remember, when you're doing this, it's not going to keep everything straight for you because what's going to happen is uh, it, it actually it's going to work just as you're holding your highlighter. So if you're not steady when you're going across, you're going to get very <laughs> If I want to undo that, I can go ahead and, and clear my, my ink. So I can clear what ink. I can hold, click on my eraser, and I'll clear all ink, and then my ink will be gone. So there's that. Now, let's say I want to make a note. Well, I can I can make what we call like a little text box here. So I'll make a text box, all right? And I actually create. So all you have to do is just literally to create a text box is pretty simple. You just click on it. And you just click on the area that you want it to be in. So I'm going to just click on the pan because uh, I'm going to move, I'm actually going to move this back, going to move this one up a little bit. Move it just a little bit. The easiest way to do it is I'm going to if I delete the box, just at the trash can. It's very easy to do. Okay, I can just easily hit that. I'm going to go right over here and I'm going to put this text box right above the PT. Okay, I'm going to type in this. President, presidential swearing-in ceremony schedule for 2017. Okay, pretty easy, pretty pretty simple. Now, if you want to take that one, let's say you want to take that one. You can take that one. Let's say hypothetically you put it in the wrong spot. Well, you can actually move it, but what you have to do is you actually have to push your mouse on number one, and then you just hold the mouse, and you just move to where you want to be, and you could point it to the word. If I want to point it to this word, like click on it, and that's where it appears. It appears right by that. Okay? So pretty easy, uh, pretty, pretty simple, uh, not, not, not terribly, terribly difficult. Okay. Now, what's kind of unique here is that you'll notice that as I have other websites open, what my pan does, okay, I can have a tab open, right? Okay, so I can do that pretty easily. But what's kind of neat is that if I take on my, my cutters, I can drag to copy a region. So I'm going to drag to copy the wearing ceremony. Okay, I'm just going to drag it by clicking on the little thing there. The little uh, scissors with the square, which is uh, doing what we're trying to do. So I'm going to just take what I'm trying to do here. So I'm going to just take it, okay? And it's a copy. So now I can go up to my word if I wanted to. 
And all I have to do is really simple. I've selected that part of the page, just a second for a word to come up, which it will in a second. I can right click on it, okay? And I could say paste. What I did, but it also pasted the box. If I wanted to get rid of, uh, if I wanted, I wanted to get rid of, let's say I want to get rid of, or I want to get rid of that box. I'll just click on the um, the little um, call out box, add a note box, they call it, and I'll just click right on the. So Firefox and stuff does not do stuff like this. So this is why this is becoming interesting because a lot of times you'll browse the website and. You know, you're not able to do much with it, right? And so that's why Microsoft did this. You know, they're really trying to add features that are going to make your life very, very easy, or so we should say. So Microsoft Edge is something called the Pan or the Snapshot. Okay? Um, so if you've downloaded Windows 10 and you're unable to use, let's say, Adobe PDFs, the Pan Snapshot is another feature. Uh, that's a feature they may not be available for you, but... Um, you know, some of you are saying, you know, I can't play solitaire, and but I got to tell you, there's a real simple solution for that. And uh, you can, can actually email me, and I'll be happy to tell you how to get yourself. Uh, there's actually a solitaire and game pack for Windows 10, and it's free. So the pan feature is um, it's interesting, but again, pan feature does not always work. Okay. Um, so the question you're probably saying, you know, John, what what, what is what is the feature in, uh, in Microsoft Edge? Well, it, it's kind of exactly what you would think. Um, it basically allows you to go from one side uh, to the other, but there was some issues in getting it to work, and uh, hopefully they will fix that soon. But what's the problem? So this is Microsoft um, Edge now. Over here, you'll see at the right, you have some to save web note. If I click on save web note, then have one saved. If I click save, okay, then it says your note was saved to one note. If I view note, it automatically brings my note right into my, my account. Now, the one thing I will tell you is that it asks you to pick an account to sign in with. So I don't like the reason to bring this up over automatically unless you sign in. So that's how Microsoft kind of gets you. Share web note. If you click on that, you can actually share web note through Facebook, through mail, through OneNote, or through Twitter. If I click on mail and I click on that, what it will do is it will grab your information and make life easier. So they have a um, an email type plugin, if you will, that speaks Gmail, uh, it speaks Yahoo, it speaks AOL. Uh, so to make life a little bit easier and to kind of give you kind of like um kind of like your own little mail portal. Uh, it's it's the trusted Windows Store app and it's just called Mail. Um, so that's kind of something that's uh, it's an app. So I'm going to exit out right now of the of the um, of this little uh, note. But before I do, I wanted to show you one more thing. I'm going to take a pen. And I'm going to write some notes here and then I'm going to come back. Double click on that pen. And I'm going to make my other note in, I don't know, I'll make it in pink. And I'll make some other notes in pink. Okay. So then I come back now and make my other note, I'll make this one in brown. Okay. So then I'll come back here and make the note in brown. So now when you click on erase, okay, you'll notice that you have the 
The thing about this is that if you click on the eraser, okay, and you were to basically delete it like that, you have to come over here and you have to say clear all ink and it deletes everything. I'm not crazy about the way that works. I'm just being honest. Changes will say no. So this is giving you, hopefully this gives you a little overview of, you know, how uh, Microsoft Edge actually works. Time for a commercial, so you stay right where you are, because we'll be right back after this short break. For IT services and data destruction, the J. Moore Connection should be your direction. Engineer technology to grow your business. Our custom solutions are at your service. J.M.O.R. should be your direction. The J. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are joined the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. If you've just joined us, we are, uh, again, this is our third night at our new day and time, which is Thursday, 9 p.m. We end at 10 p.m. Uh, we're no longer on Monday nights, so if you're looking for us on Monday nights, the only thing you're going to find is our recordings, but you will not find us live. Wondering where are we? Well, we're not here on Mondays. All right. So we're talking about Microsoft Edge, and you know the reason we're doing this is a lot of people have questions because now I'm starting to make that plunge into saying, "Gee, I really want to do uh, Microsoft uh, 10," and I'm like, "With that's absolutely fantastic." One of the things everybody wants to know is how do you use Microsoft Edge because there's a lot of things that Microsoft Edge is supposed to do for people. And uh, that, that's pretty much what's happening. Uh, um, it, it, it's going to make things uh, you know, pretty easy. Um, but I want to just let you know a little bit about I guess, how it works. And um, getting a little bit more into this. So we've talked about the, uh, the, the hub. We've talked about how you can make tabs. We've talked about how, the, how different boards work to get the top. Um, we just finished talking about the web note system. We talked about the share. What we have not talked about yet is how you highlight something. So I'm going to pick the word on page, for example. I'll pick the word here and I'll right click on it. And I could say I'll just I'll just highlight the word something here on our site and I'll right click and I'll say ask Cortana. And she'll say let's turn to Bing this one. And she gives me a complete definition to um, – so then it says Cortana's most personalized experience is just to use it. Let's go. So I don't have uh, – don't have Cortana turned on. I can still ask Cortana for help without her actually talking to me. So that's kind of the big thing about Microsoft Edge. Uh, Microsoft Edge is meant to be a browser, um, but I will tell you that if you have – work with Edge. Edge is a little bit different in the way it takes information. It handles plugins such as uh, different. And because of that difference, you're going to notice that it is going to be different and that something's work. If you top, you'll see top sites, search history, and then you have the little thing at, at the side there. So you can see all that just from right-clicking at the bar. So again, pretty easy. We have a plus sign. It brings us another window, and again, it, it brings us right there. 
if I click the plus button, what happens? If I click a home button, then it brings me to Google. So isn't that interesting, ladies and gentlemen? If I click on a if I click on a uh, it doesn't give me Google. It gives me the Microsoft like the Microsoft Edge page. Isn't that in that kind of fun? That thing just I'm sure that was done like that. Uh, if I had to guess, I'm sure that was done like that uh, in, in, intentionally. Okay. You will notice that we have, when we pin something, we actually can go back uh, to it right at the top there. So I can unpin it. So where does pinning put stuff? I know it's a little hard because we're on the radio here. But when we talk about pinning and unpinning things, if you look to the left or to the right, so I'm going to pick like a new page. And I'm going to call this one, um, I'm going to go to travel.com, okay? And it loads, and I'm going to right-click on it, and then I'll go to pin. You're going to notice that on the far left of the browser, it's going to put a little tiny icon. I'm going to go to another site. I'm going to go to a site called, I'm going to go to restaurant, uh, restaurant.com, okay? Click, and I can say pin, and there I have that on the left. So you can see how that works, right? It's, it's not a bad browser. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm just being honest. I I guess I am biased to it, but I find that it works. And Firefox uh, has been a browser for years, and I don't think that's ever going to change. So let's talk about some more about Edge because there's a few more things that we do need to uncover. So we get. So if we go all the way to the far right of Edge, we're going to see something that says More. You're going to have something that says New Window. You click on New Window, open a new window of Edge up. If you X out of it, it only closes that. So it basically superimposes another window on top over everything and there you are. Now, if you put on more again, I go to new in private window. Now what it does is when you use the in private tab, you're browsing data like cookies, they're not taking your device. So after you're done, Microsoft Edge deletes the temporary data from your device after all of your in private tabs are closed. Okay? Pretty easy. Um, we have the zoom button, so now we have the plus and the minus. So if we do, we can have the plus, and we can up. That's just the zoom in feature that we had before, okay? And we can zoom down as well. How high can we go? Well, let's see. I haven't tried this before. We can go up to a, uh, we can go up to a thousand percent, which and then we can go all the way down. And, 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 it, and it actually, the thing about it is it actually does it in increments. So first, it doesn't go very long. If you go down as low as 10%, then it goes 25, 50, 75, 100, 125, 150, 125, 200, 25, 250. Okay, you get the idea. <laughs> um, so again, that's how that works. The, the standard that you probably want on for normal viewing is going to be on first. Can't be a device. If you want to be a device, uh, you have the ability to actually cast the media right to a device that you built into your um, right into your Edge program. So again, that was something else they added. Okay, um, you're probably familiar with Control F feature. If we uh, were to hit Control F, would be the same thing as going to this More button and going to Find on Page. Let's say I want to type in. Oh, I'm 
in the word LinkedIn because it's I know there's a lot on that page. It'll find that for me. Let's say I want to find the word weather, and there it is. And what's kind of neat is as I'm typing the word, it actually tells me else is on this so there's a lot of words. I'm just gonna type the word look at the top here. And it tells me that I've got one of five. Next occurrence of look. So there's five occurrences of look on that page. Third occurrence of look on the page. Fourth occurrence, fifth occurrence, and we have for match case. Again, that works very similar to the way it did in uh, Microsoft Word. Very, very similar. So what they try to do in Edge, they try to give you, I guess, a little more of a, a browser that has a few extra bell, bells and whistles on it. In addition to that, like you know, you can annotate things, which is very handy. Um, but like I was mentioning to you before, um, that you actually to use the let's say the uh, make a web domain. When I click on something, I'm just going to click here, and I'm just going to make a little sign, whatever, and then use a little box right here, and I'll click that. Okay. Um, so again, that works pretty easy. Keep in mind if you keep putting around you are going to keep creating call-out boxes. Um, so if you want something to appear a certain way, you're probably going to hide certain things. So be careful where you put it, and you can always move it around. Okay. So again, if I want to this, okay, I save it, and then it says your note was saved to OneNote. Yeah, that's nice. The only problem is that it, it saves to OneNote it's asking me to sign in with an account. Well, if I don't want to sign in with an account, then I'm kind of stuck. So thank you, Microsoft. That's great that you saved it to OneNote, but now you're forcing me to actually log in to your Microsoft account. So and it's funny because all these features that they came up with are all designed for you to have to log in. Now, I think that's a problem. Um, so we have an exit button, which we're going to use here in just a moment. So we know about the plus button. Um, we have a select all button, and then we also have a print button. If I click on the print button, just to show you here, and there's a little more I need to do. If I click on the print button, I'm going to click off here, and I'm going to click on the print button on the page. So I'll, I'll click on that. And if I click on the print button, it should be right down here. Going right into Edge. If I right click, I've selected one. I print, click Print. It brings me up with the uh, print dialog box, which asks me how do I want to print it, portrait, landscape, etc., 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 etc. So that's how that works. Pretty easy. Now, if you right click um, anywhere else on the screen, you will see Select All and you will see Print. Okay. Uh, we talked about the options. If you Here's something else that's kind of neat. If you click on the restore down button at the top, it actually makes the button. Now you can adjust the sizes okay, of it. Now, if I was to take that box, which I just have in my, my hands here, and I was going to make it uh, I can pull it up. And what it kind of does is when I move it over, it kind of changes the size for me. So if I move it over here, like I move it too far down, um, it actually which is kind of neat, but again, I'm not I'm not really sold on on this Edge. It's it's a nice product, but I don't know 
Firefox because, okay, Firefox does not do uh, annotating, but I guess the question you probably all have is, is Firefox ever going to do annotating? Do you think, is, is, is Firefox ever going for websites? Do you think it's going to let you do that? Um, well, they have something called um, just so we're talking about this. It's called, um, it, it allows you to do sticky notes on the web page. Not exactly the same thing, but again, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not bad. The edge is nice. I think they've done a lot to promote it. Do I think it's worth all the hype that we're all hearing now? Not really. I mean, it's free. It does come with Windows 10. Um, so there's a lot of great things there. I mean, I can go to click on that. Load fast and edge. But I will tell you things like uh, banking sites. Uh, we have things like we use remote capture deposits. They work well Now, because it's not Edge's fault. It's because the banks have not written to the way this site handles them slightly differently. And it handles, I told you, the plugin slightly differently. So that's kind of, kind of, uh, kind of Just to review, we have our forward and our back arrows. Okay. If we click on the lock, we actually can see if the site is secure or not. If we see it's got the lock there, it's solid. And this one isn't green. It's identified, but this one is solid green because you trust the site. And I tell people that if it doesn't have the green, I don't really want to spend any money on it uh, because it hasn't gone through the extra level of verification, green, the level of verification that you can get for a website and it does cost uh substantially more money to get it and that's why you you know so all in all i think edge is a nice product do i think everyone should be using edge this is a great be all end all not really <laughs> um and the question is things don't work on edge um, and you're probably saying, well, well, what else does it work? For example, um, sometimes you'll get Microsoft Edge not responding. Uh, so there are some buggy areas with Microsoft Edge. I, I've got to just be honest. Uh, Microsoft Edge um, doesn't load all, all web pages. It 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 does. So there are problems with it, and um, I think it is a great thing to look at because it's new. But by taking this big leap in Windows 10 and everybody saying, "Well, do we have to use Edge because we're on 10?" That's kind of a crock. Um, I think you know. I think we can stick with the Firefox and. Um, Cortana does work. What I will tell you is if um, you didn't enable Cortana on your Windows 10 service, then it won't work. Um, I've had a lot of people that I've talked to when the issue was that they had issues upgrading to Windows 10. And the reason they had issues, and I think it's important to talk about this, before you upgrade to Windows 10, 
just kind of help you out here. One thing you need to make sure of is that, you know, all your files are properly cleaned and you've cleaned up the distribution and you make sure everything's correct. And you have to turn the update services off before you can do that because the, the file, the folder, once you've done that, make sure all your latest Windows 7 uh, updates are installed and make sure once it's very stable, then go through to do the Windows 10 upgrade because that's that's one of to do the Windows 10 upgrade. Make sure it's stable. This goes without saying. You've got to make sure that your BIOS can support Windows. Lenovo or another proprietary type computer manufacturer, not was proprietary, but they have their own system that manages its BIOS and has updates. Well, you can go to the website and just see. You can check whether that computer was Windows 10 if there's a BIOS for it. Get the If you don't have the one, what's going to happen is the computer could freeze. It may update. I had somebody else that didn't update, and their is that they didn't update their drivers to the latest versions before they went to Windows 10. Windows 10 is supposed to go through but sometimes it doesn't. So you want to be prepared and make sure you have the latest Windows 10 driver on a disk for your video and for your network driver. So you'll be able, if something goes wrong, you'll be able to load those drivers very easily and very simply. So I figured, um, again, this is an interesting program. It's not one that I'm going to, you know, rush to use. Uh, it's going to sit on my computer. I like the way it brings things into but for whatever reason, Microsoft decided that we can't bring things in unless they authenticate you as an account. I, I, don't like that. <laughs> I really don't. You know, I, I think they could have offered us more functionality with it. And I think drive and do things even better. I think that what you're going to find is that uh, there are other features um, in Edge. Uh, so, for example, if you want to add, um, uh, so we're to that more feature. We had to start pin pin this page. So under the find on page, then we had the print, and then next we have pin this page to start. If I click on that, you want to pin the page to start. What it does is it puts the page and it puts it right into our start menu. So that's what it does, and you'll notice that it put it right in my start menu. I literally come right here, and I can just unpin it from start. So that's how that, that works. Uh, I mean, that's kind of neat. I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, right now, um, Firefox doesn't have a plugin that does that directly, uh, but it's easy enough to do anyway. You can expect inspect elements, view source, um, you know, so the inspect elements and, and the view source, they're not going to be in a context. That's important to know uh, in the F12 for the developer mode. Uh, then we have open with Internet Explorer. So if the page is just not working and you're really okay, you know, we feel bad. Well, do they really feel bad? I don't know. They're just going to say, okay, we're going to let you open this in Internet Explorer. Uh, don't say we'll open it in um, anything else. They say we'll let you open it up in Internet Explorer. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's still their product, so they figured, okay. There are some Websites that are just not going to load, and mainly a lot of banking sites for the authentication. So then we have something that says send feedback. If we click on send feedback, it doesn't look right or slow to load. 
unsafe website, Microsoft Edge problems, suggestions. So if you click on the feedback, it brings you to the little screen there. And guess what you have to do to submit? I'm sorry, I don't like this, guys. You have to have a Microsoft account to be able to do something. So sign in with a Microsoft account to use the feedback hub. Come on, Microsoft. We really got to sign in. You want to take information? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think that's pretty bad. So then we've got something here called extensions. So we can go to one to add uh, an extension, which is right under the more feature, and then we have something here that says extensions. If we click on that, we have get extensions. We click on that. And you'll see, it'll come up in a second, it's going to say extensions for Microsoft Edge. We have Pinterest, we have Ebates, we have TrueKey, we have Roboform, Plus, uh, Microsoft Personal Shopping Assistant, Office Online, um, you know, pretty easy. So let's double click it and then it would install the, uh, install that for me. All right, I mean, that's, that's nice. Uh, there are, I'm going to tell you, a lot of these extensions, from what I can see here, they are, every one of them are free. Well, that's nice. Like, well, I guess we're going to get later, so that's that's really nice. Uh, let's go back to more, and let's go down to what it says, what's new in tricks. Okay. Uh, there's a thing called Microsoft Edge Tips and Tricks, which is kind of interesting. So you can customize with extensions. You can earn rewards just browsing. All right. So what happens is, Companies pay a lot of money to learn about your lifestyle, what products you buy. So with little, I'm going to call them crackers <laughs> or little pieces of candy, and they're going to learn an awful lot about you. So, you know, I'll give you $5 or I'll give you $10, and you're going to learn an awful lot about me and people like me. That's not funny. So I don't really want to be part of that. Um, but if you want to go ahead and give away your information and what makes you tick, just for browsing, pin tabs for quick access, you have that. Uh, that that's the brand, a brand new feature, as I was saying, for, for quick access. And then we have stay organized, and then we have stay safe. So it has the little picture of a computer, so we can customize with extension. We can use uh, mouse gestures. Example: If we were to um, take a uh, add the mouse gesture extension, so you can close it and refresh more. All you basically can do is is click on. So I'm going to click on Get It Now, just for argument's sake. And that extension is so it's an extension from Microsoft Edge. It allows customers to perform basic browsing tests by right clicking and then gesturing with the mouse. Uh, by doing that. Click and hold, uh, and then move the mouse down and to the right would close the current tab. Or move the mouse right, back. Um, so uh, that that's that's interesting. Um, I, I think that might be a little challenging for some people. They may not find that easy to use. Um, I don't know. I'm not that. I guess. So it says here, notice I have a new extension installed. To start using mouse gesture, turn on. I'll say turn on. Turn on. on. And now, mouse gestures. It's an extension from Microsoft that allows customers to perform basic tasks by just right-clicking and just mouse. 
So if I right click, okay, I'll right click, and it has a little tutorial. I can right click. Okay, so right click. I want to open a new tab. Okay, so basically what they're saying is kind of trying to, so it's trying to give me an idea of how to do this. I personally think that this is going to be more problems uh, than it's worth. You know, uh, I think for people to want to get get down with this, like for example, scroll down. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not terribly in love with this. This. This is. Just, I don't know. It, in theory, I think it's nice, but I don't think a lot of people are going to uh, take very well with it. So, again, you can right-click and then gesture with the mouse. For example, you can right-click down and to the right to close the current tab. So you can right-click, hold it, and then to the right. Okay. I'm not in love with this extension. I really am not. Um it didn't get a lot of great reviews anyway. So pretty much this is the wrap up of uh, Microsoft Edge. So as we proceed through January and February, we're going to be talking a lot more about different pieces, components of Windows 10. So that a lot of you are going to feel very, very familiar with Windows 10. It is very similar to Windows 7. There are some nuances that are slightly different. And once you become a little more comfortable with that, I think you're going to find that Windows 10 is very easy to use. Something might be to the left or to the right. Uh, you know, for example, even the way you shut Windows 10 down, you have to click, and then you go to where it says the little power icon, and then you can go to where it says shutdown. You actually cannot, to, to get the computer to down while you're on the power, and then when you go to power, you, you hold the shift key down, you click on restart, then it'll give you a screen, and then from there you get There's other ways you can do it too. But if your computer doesn't actually shut down, and it goes what we call a soft shut off, it basically what will happen is come back so you're never going to get the chance to, to do anything with trying to change the boot order. So that's pretty much uh, the stupid things. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, Microsoft Edge is something that, you know, you may want to play around with. Um, I'll be right back after this short wrap up. Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the JMore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, JMore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. JMore meets federally mandated data disposal policy. Call 877-767-5667 now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining us, you're joining the JMore Tech Talk Show. And it's Thursday. We're on our new night and time, as promised, in January. Uh, 9 p.m. instead of being on Nowhere near the uh, popular Monday night football. I know there's some football on Thursday night, but I understand it's not so diehard as Monday night football. Anyway, we're talking about 
Microsoft Azure, we've been talking about a lot of different components, and we're going to keep doing that about Windows 10 because a lot of people are starting to use Windows 10, but they're having questions about how different things work and why things work differently in Windows 10 than they did, like the updates, the active hours. Um, I got a question here. John, you know, why is it my computer is updating at times? And it's, it's very easy to answer. You have to just go to your start bar and then just type right to your start at the very bottom, and you can just start typing settings there. Click on settings for me, and once you do that, security, and then you'll go to where it says uh, advanced, change active hours. And here's where you're going to tell the computer active hours that it's being used. So it won't check for updates during that period. Uh, how that works. I hope that answered your question. I think it was Michael. Uh, I hope that answered your question. So please, uh, about the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Uh, we're working on a lot of great content, including some great um, for just rapidly, right after Easter, uh, just around, I think it'll be like around March or April. We'll be doing um, actually a technology behind golf courses and we'll actually have Jason who's a pro from Florida uh, golf pro uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, he's very adverse with that we know the technology side he knows the golf side and uh, he understands uh, uh, again he's a pro at a, at a golf course and uh, so he'll be joining us just after Easter so uh, my name is go. I hope you have a great week and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. From all of us at the Jaymore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the Jaymore Radio Show and call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air too. The Jaymore Connection. We're engineering technology to grow your business, and you can chat with us right now at jmor.com or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by, and have a great night. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next Thursday at 9 p.m.